Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to Broadhurst Park for the Saturday match between FC United and Manchester and Stafford Rangers. And it's a big Merry Christmas to all you listeners on this coming Michael from the FC United team, but also to my colleague to my right hand side here to Wood. So, Merry Christmas. Hello, Woodsor. Merry Christmas to you and to all out there. I, I nearly went down the full partridge route, but I held back slightly oh. and, and thought, no, just a, just I did a my Christmas special on the radio last did night. Did you? Oh, How was that? some howlers. Oh, dear. Absolute uh, howlers. Speaking of howlers. Oh, go on. Let's, oh. <laughs> let's discuss Workshop last week. Oh, howler. Um, what did we say? I mean, Workshop quality team. But I don't think they are. That's the problem. No, they are. The facts don't mm. lie. They are. They were a quality team. They got to the first round of the FA Cup. They beat Blythe. They beat Boston on the way. Oh, no, a good I, team. I understand that, but... Mm. The last time we played them, we beat them 3-0. We did. They had a B in the bonnet. We hadn't played for a fortnight. They yeah. had played on the Tuesday, so they were more battle-hardened. We did create chances. Is the world caving in? I thought... I mean, we said at half-time, didn't we, that it wasn't... It was all right. I thought the second half wasn't great. I did think we... The problem last week was a lot of it. It's all four goals were soft goals, all defendable. I think. Yeah. You maybe, can argue. maybe not the fourth one. The fourth one's a counter attack because we. Yeah, we maybe. And he taps in at the far yeah. post. I get that, but. I, I and the, just, fir- the third goal, he's, he's taking it in the wrong place. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had a discussion though because yeah. I, I I did notice the ref just put his arm in the air. Yeah. I, I thought he was just playing an advantage, but you were saying the ball was yeah. and rolling I, and moving. And because and all sorts. because I'm sad, uh, I I you watched it bad, didn't I you? Re- I rewound it. Five strides away from where the foul actually happened. Yeah, I mean, it happens, doesn't it? I mean, but let's... We didn't lose the game because of that. We didn't lose the game because no. of that. We were not good enough overall. However, it was, it was a bit of a weird one because at half-time we said we did okay. Not brilliantly, we were all right. But, but you said there wasn't much separate in the two teams. It wasn't which masses. Which I kind of agreed with. It wasn't a masses, bit. really. Yeah. They were, they, they'd scored two goals. We should have defended better on them both, certainly. But we were just... I thought we lapsed. We were talking the way home in the car. We lapsed. Gainsborough, we played some fantastic football. Yep. Last week, we lapsed into, let's lump it to the big man at times. Now, we said at halftime he was doing quite well he on his own. He was doing quite well. He was distributing it really But well, it wasn't so. helping out because we're, we're trying to play football. Well, Neil in his post-match interview said that the wingers were too far wide. It wasn't what they were asking them to do. Mm, maybe, and, maybe. Because um, on a couple of occasions, it was actually uh, Buckley who was playing out on the wing. I mean, so, yeah, he had a, a brilliant well, he moment. centre half a couple of yeah, times. It was a brilliant moment where he took it in himself. I mean, yes. uh, that, that's Jordan Buckley who we've signed and that, that's very promising. But we did get beat. We can't keep saying the same things, can we? That um, no, it's, you it's know, history repeating itself too often, isn't it? You're yeah, right. This is a game today against Stafford Rangers, who it would be some ask for them to catch us in the league table as things stand. I mean, they're on 11 points, we're on 25. I'm more interested in that playoff line. It's 12 points up the road at the minute as we head towards the halfway point. It's not dead, but it's it's and hovering plenty, into the horizon. And there's plenty of teams between ourselves. Yeah, and, yeah, and there's games in hand. Yeah. Games in hand I don't worry too much about because they've got to be won. I think games in hand is, is less... Uh, it's not as bad, it's probably not as bad yeah. as it was. There, yeah. there have been a couple of midweeks where we've not played and, and other teams have, so it's probably not as bad as it was a couple of weeks ago. When to but it, but it, it, we are in danger of it drifting if we're not careful. Drifting is a good, a, a good description of it. Um, I was talking to somebody in there who'd been, who'd been speaking. I think, I think it was uh, a board member who does the programme notes for Neil, and he was talking about the distances run comparing Gainsborough yeah, to Paul was saying yeah, that, yeah. to um, last week was chalk and cheese and, and, and th- things like that if you're not putting the I was going to say if you're not putting the effort in I don't think players aren't putting the effort in but I think maybe heads dropping too easily so we go 2-0 down a game like last week in the past under a Margie team oh, under a Greaves team, team and under a Neil team yeah, yeah absolutely Games are not necessarily dead and buried. You know, we've had games here where we've been three-one down, and we've we've won or we've drawn four. All. This time last year, sorry, this time four or five years ago, sorry, it's been more. We were four-one down and drew four all. So we've got it as a club, obviously different players and different manager. But last week looked like as soon as it went two 0 it was like we've lost the game. This here. is what I'm saying about how good work. And the running wasn't in there. This is why. This is what I was saying about because I have the same problem when we got beat by Marine and Radcliffe I don't want to go too far into the realms of oh it's FC United's problem when you've just been beaten by a team who are top of the league or in Worksop's mm. case fourth, fourth in the league, league. Yeah, yeah, table yeah. and I'd, I run to the first round of the FA Cup so how much of that is to do with our effort if you will but also the fact that Worksop 
their front four were on it. Their midfield their two front were on four, it. We said that at half-time, didn't we, last week? Yeah. Their front four were giving our back four no time whatsoever. I mean, Neil, Neil gave the man of the match to their two midfielders. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's a fair shout, yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. It worries me that what we're talking about here, that we, we, that we went 2-0 down, and at no point at 2-0 did I think... And say to anybody, no, it's not, it, it's not over and done. You know, at half time, we, we sometimes we, we, I'd come on and we're chilled at half time, and I said to you, we're not out of this game yet. Mm-hmm. We score next. We're, we're in this game. Never felt it last week at any point. I agree. I, I think four flattered them. I think four nil flattered them. I don't think they were four nil better than us. They, they could have scored a fifth at the end. Oh, in the yeah, I get that, but I don't think four. You look at four and you go. Well, they were battered. I don't think we were battered. Yeah, I mean, boys had to make, I think, two There's a couple saves. of good saves. Yeah. We the crucial t- thing is their goal didn't make any good saves. He didn't. Uh, the daft, I was just, just going to say, the daft thing was when he brought Woodcock on and when we had um, Bennett, we actually, without, without troubling the keeper, we actually attacked in the yeah, second we half. Right, what, yeah. We looked all right going forward. Until he got to the box and he sort of just, I don't know whether Buckley had just thought, well, I'm not getting any service here. And he was hanging back and not getting to the six. So we, we weren't getting crosses. We were trying to play it through the middle. And But today, you know, we, we got a chance pulling right. Talk about work rate. Stafford are where they are in the league table for a reason. Saying that, so are Fritz and Coles. Oh, oh, and so were Stafford when they beat us at well, they beat us at their place, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we lost that game 3-2. This is, this is, I mean, normally, we, we up our game for the likes of the workshops of this world. It's Games like this where we don't. Yeah, it, it's a worry heading into this that that might be a problem today hopefully we need, ho- we need to be self-generated hopefully next sa- hopefully today. last Saturday yeah came at the right time is the motivation for today's game and Neil and the players won't allow that to happen again but there's a banana skin here we know, yes. we, we know that you know that we, we saw the Coles game early on this season they're not on a good run but they've got a new manager new players Sean's obviously followed his dad as, yeah, as he does as he does <laughs> But and Sean Cook, ex-player, of course, likes to score against us. So yeah, but he likes to score against everyone. He's well, yeah, true. He's been up there as one of the best midfielders. I still think we should have this level for a while. Give him more games, but ho hum. Yeah, ho hum. Um, but it is Christmas. It and is. We have been a bit negative, have we? Yeah, I think so. Wham getting to number one finally. Is that I, positive? I thought it was a shoeing, wasn't it, for Fairtail New York? No, was that? Wham did it yesterday. Oh, because okay. he, he didn't make it '84. Because of course, Band Aid. They released that, then Band-Aid came out, so he beat it to number one in 84. Oh, I see. So last Christmas has never been number one at Christmas. But no, neither's fair telling New York. No, because they uh, didn't, didn't make it this year, it was Sam Ryder. Pet Shop Boys, the 87, yeah. you quite With right. a cover. I was playing some uh, number ones last night. I, I investigated the 1986 Christmas number one debacle. What was that? Well, what happened was, the House Martins went to number one the week before Christmas, yeah. with Caravan of Love. Yeah. But BBC Arena, yeah. back in about October time, I'd done a feature on stop motion clay videos, right? And somebody had done one as a just a play for as, for Reet Petit for the song, and they decided off the back of that, shall we re-release it? Oh. And it crawled up the chart, and then Christmas week it got to number one and knocked the house mates off. When you so said I wasn't cl- happy with when that. When you said clay animation, I thought you were going to mention the Star Trek song. Do you remember that one? Oh, Star Trek! I played that. Star, Star Trek! I played yeah. that in Novelty Corner. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's aged well at all. No, it's, um, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't actually think. It was good back in the, the first place. No, you're well, quite yeah, right. That was Christmas corner covered. I think everyone's now in a Christmas yeah, mood. Yeah, are we on to New Year <laughs> next week? Okay. Actually, on Radcliffe to come. Just before we hear from Neil Reynolds, uh, your expectations for today. We've, if we've, we play... We've given the lie of the land. And yeah. do not say, if we play well, X, Y, Z... We win be, the game, be, but we do. It's a, it's a fact. The effort needs to be put in. Not the effort, but we need to do the running. The hard yards, to use a footballing cliche. Do that... We win the game. We're at home against a team who are not on a good run, who are near the bottom of the league. However, if we don't do that, they'll smell blood, and we're always likely to concede, and I think we become very difficult to win the game if we concede. Well, Woodso, on those wise words wise about words. Hard, hard yards, Star Trekking across the universe, and Reet Petit, um, how northern are you? Let's hand over now to the FC United yes, manager, Neil Reynolds. Big thank you Thank you, you for being later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and all the listener. And uh, we'll, we'll catch up again at Hurst Cross. We will. Well, Neil, big Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for joining us on uh, this uh, pre-match chat ahead of the Stafford Rangers game today. First things first, how's, how's training been this week? Uh, training's been great. I mean, before we start, Merry Christmas to you, Ben, and Merry Christmas to, to everyone that's listening today. Hopefully, we can we can uh, put a Christmas treat and, and get the three points. So, you know, just going back to your question, training's been really good. You know, I think I've said time and again. I said it after the workshop interview last week that I have no doubt that the lads will bounce back. You know, there's just a little bit of an underbelly at the minute. You know, kind of when we can see one or two, we look like we can see three or four, and that's not at the times coaching uh, to where the game's changed. 
there's a lot of work around you know mental preparation now and, and psychology which we've done a lot again this week and and hopefully we, we bounce back and we can put on a good performance today. I mean, that's the, the unusual thing, isn't it? Because FC United under yourself, Tom Greaves, Marja, it's always been the case that even when you're 2-0 down, you get back into into the game. I mean, how do you... Talk talked about the psychology of it. How, how do you instil that into some of the players? I think, you know, there's a lot of work that goes on outside of the game now. It's not just on, you know, kind of match day that we do it. There's a lot of individual conversations that are taking place a lot of team conversations that are taking place but I think it becomes more apparent when when you're losing uh, when you're losing fours and fives and not just losing ones and twos I think sometimes you can put it down to just having a good game uh, where, where at the minute you know we're losing you know when we do lose one or two we lose four or five and that's the that's the hardest thing around it so We've just got to say to the lads, listen, they're a good side. They don't turn into a bad side. They they listen to what they need to listen to. you know. And if you would have watched them train this week, you would never have thought we'd just been licked 4-0. You would have think we were going into training after a really good win against Gainsborough. So for me, it's a, it's a blip. It's two defeats in seven. You know, and hopefully we can we can bounce back today. I mean, how much of that is to do with the fact as well? I mean, I didn't want to fall into this trap last week of not praising Worksop enough because Worksop got to the first round of the FA Cup, beat some National League North sides this season beaten plenty of opposition in the Northern Premier League. They were smarting after the 3-0 defeat to us. There was an element on it where they did have revenge in mind and served it to us. So can't be too harsh, I don't think. No, no, we can't. Though. We, were, we were beat by a really good side and they put us to the sword and they showed the players that, that they had uh, were, were equal to, to anything I've seen at this level of football. So, you know, you've got to give them credit. My, my, my concern was about how we capitulated and how easy the goals went in. So even at 2-0, we're in the game. You know, we got a free kick against us. In training, we stand over that ball. We don't stand over it. Take a quick free kick. We're out of position. They cross it. Pat should do better. It's 3-0. Fourth one, we should score from two yards. We don't. It travels 90 yards and scores. They're avoidable goals. And if the game ends up 2-0, I still say the same things. We're going to be beaten by a really good side. It's the nature of four. And then straight after that, they hit the crossbar and go yeah. five. Now, you know, I get that... As a team, you do mentally struggle at that point. You think the game's gone away from you, but we've just got to be stronger. We've got to eliminate really poor goals that we're conceding. You mentioned in the in the programme today as well the uh, the contrast between because you, you could see with with the vests on, you know how many yards uh, or miles even or kilometres people have run in a match. There was a bit of a difference between the Gainsborough match and and the Worksop game. There is an element to it, isn't there? Where there's, there's listen, if, if you if you really want to. Look back on the statistics this season. Uh, there's a massive, there's an evidence base there that shows the games that we run less in we lose. The games that we run more in we win. You know, Macclesfield, Bradford, and I'm not talking about running. I could run around this pitch. Well, I probably couldn't now, but but you could run around as much as you want, and you could get your statistics up. But we look at what we call a heat map. So it's where you run and when you run in the game, and when you're expected to go that way. Are you, why are you going that way? Because you've lost your runner. So there's a lot of detail that sits in around it. But we didn't run in the key areas further enough like we did in the games that we've won this season and, and you can say that to the lads you can say it to our analysis team sometimes you can't say it to fans because they just look at the result and which is fair enough you know you don't have to go into that level of description but but for us there is there is that level of detail and attention to detail and we've just got to make sure that at all times we, we are running we're putting in the hard yards one of the things that we were missing last week and you picked up on it in the post-match interview was that, that midfield area it's noticeable as the players come out for their pre-match warm-up Charlie Ernest is on the pitch. We mentioned how in the build-up last week how much Charlie was a miss. It proved to be the case. Listen, he's 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 brilliant, isn't he? But three games in seven days now, and he's got to manage it. Is he going to start all three? No. But what he is, he's fresh today. He was ill last week. He's trained really well this week. We need that leadership quality. We look at his statistics. I'm not saying this. I'm going to say this every week. But one defeat in 15 when he plays, yeah. he brings more than just the ability. Now he's got to that stage in his career where people do look up to him for the right reasons, and, and we need that leader. But today, and I've challenged all of them to have different leadership qualities. Whether or not the the loud or they bang the hands against the wall, whatever they do, they, they can all lead in different ways. So it's great to have Charlie Ennis back today. You know, it's great to have Aaron Bennett making his home debut today. But with that, we lose Donahue and we lose Jay Fitzmartins today. So, you know, I just wish one week could just go smoothly for me and I'd have that management headache where I can, you know, be tossing and turning on a Friday at the minute. I can't because decisions are being made for me at the minute, which I don't want. You mentioned Buckley there. I mean, Buckley had some some good moments <clears throat> last week, that, that piece of skill to, to round it in and come along on the byline. When uh, Bennett came on with Woodcock, we didn't create that many chances on target but the pair of them were very excited to watch. So 
that that does bode well. Listen, the good thing is Woodcock. We have spoke to Kenny Lunt, the crew, brilliant. We've got we've got uh, Max done for the season now. Okay. You know, if he gets called back, he gets called back for the first team, which. He's on the edge of signing this new two-year deal. He's, he's a first-team player at, at Crew, and we've got him here. Bennett, he's just going to get better and better. You know, I watch him in training. I, I go, how are you not still a professional footballer? Well, you know, if we can get him back to where he needs to be, we're going to enjoy watching him here and hopefully progress him again to, to somewhere else. But he's here, and he's, he plays a big part in it, and today he'll play off Buckley. Uh, so that, that gives us another option. Good stuff. And just a, a closing thought, and just a outline the team as well as Adrian's making his way up with the, the team sheet uh, how are we lining up today and, and, and what you're hoping for Dan Lafferty he dropped out of training Tuesday he could still feel his thigh his quad muscle on kicking on Thursday so we need to rest uh, Dan today so we go back to patting nets with a centre half pairing of Jones and Oliver Det McLaughlin will give us a right back with Guy Hull will give us a left back with uh, and then in front of that we'll go with a, with a block two of Ennis and Munro and then a really attacking four and we've got Woodcock, we've got uh, Gavidon, we've got Bennett and we've got Buckley. Uh, you know, we've, we've named Donoghue on the bench. We, we know that we very unlikely we can use him. Fitzmartin drops out today, so we have to do that. We've got Laff, who we won't use if we don't have to use. Uh, but then you've got Griffin, Mikey Davis, so, you know, and DJ. So we've got, we've got, listen, we've got a good side out, but we're not like any other side that are carrying knocks and injuries and niggles. And, and we've just got to get on with it and not use anything as an excuse today because the pitch is, is great. You know, for this time of year, the pitch is immaculate. I know we're looking at Blackpool Beach in the SMREN, but that's credit again to Andy to, to dry out the goal half. But it's going to be a good game of football and hopefully, Ben, we can we can bring on the points. But, you know, we'll, we'll just try. We'll try. And like I said, at the end of the game, if it, if it goes well, uh, it's all on them and if it, if it goes wrong then you know it's all on me but it's, you know that, that's that's what we'll always say so let's get behind the lads today and wish every, you know everyone a happy Christmas and hopefully we can get the points over over the new year as well well Neil big thank you for joining us pre-match and uh, we'll catch up at full time brilliant cheers Ben Neil Reynolds there speaking to me about half an hour or so ago and uh, well let's Welcome, Sato Paul, back to FC Live. Good afternoon. Merry Christmas, Paul. Merry Christmas are to you? everyone. Are you, Fine. are you wearing a Christmas jumper under there? Are you celebrating no, properly? Not, not oh, really. Oh, it's a shame. I'm wearing a Christmas jumper. Well, it's just, well, it's just a jumper. It's just a jumper that you wear at Christmas. Exactly, Paul. There they all go. count. And uh, back to the football, Paul. Neil there speaking. Good interview with Neil that pre-match, I thought. Yeah, you can put the pieces together from what he said in that on the bench we've got a goalkeeper and two fit outfielders I would say out of the five so not many options on the bench today not, not many options on the bench but th- there is an element to this where I think the players are now they've been called out as it were they have to step up now don't they yeah looking at the positive side it gives Aaron Bennett a great opportunity to stake a claim in the midfield although he is going to play like the 10 role I think today it might be a bit more forward than McLaughlin was last week because it, yeah. it is in his nature more to be a bit more advanced, I think. Yeah, I don't think McLaughlin um, won a lot of praise from the manager for not going into the spaces he wanted him to. But, but McL- McLaughlin's that, problem is, like today, it's gone from number 10 to number 2. Well, that's it. You know, if you don't, if you don't do as you're told, you end up playing right back. <laughs> So that's the law at FC, apparently. That is the law. Uh, so uh, Aaron Bennett will be um, supporting uh, Jordan Buckley up front. He had moments last week, Jordan Buckley. Where I was like, oh, come here. I can't wait for a whole half season of this. The, the frustrating thing last week was he always had two men up his back yep. and not many options to play around when he had the ball. We've got to support him better, and I'm sure that will be one of the things that they've worked on this week in that players have got to get, get up to him. When he's when the ball's played long to him, if it is, we, he needs players around him. Otherwise, it's he's not going to get the full value. And also, it's no good playing him in on the touchline. He's got to be at the end of the crosses, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. And the crosses have got to be good. Yes. Um, well, it looks like, we're obviously, with Aaron Bennett supporting him, Gabidon will be on one side, Woodcock on the other. Good news about Max Woodcock as well. For, he'll be with us for the rest of the season barring a first team call up at crew yeah I, I wonder if he's going to play like a, a wide role today possibly well Neil wanted them a bit more narrow last week I mean mm. when I said Buckley did such a good job of yeah. feeding in Fitzmartin and Gabidon he was like well he did but they were too wide so hopefully <laughs> yeah. they'll be a bit more narrow this time and I think if you look back to last week when we played uh, Worksop they got more out of their wide player than we did out of our two wide players yes. in terms of end product yes. and that's something that Fitzmartin and um, Gabidon 
have to look at and say they had chances in that game, they didn't take them. Is that not the problem we had last week in the fact that you're comparing Fitzmartin and Gabidon with Starchenko and Hall? And Gabidon and Fitzmartin have the potential to be, reach those heights, mm. but not yet. No, but that, that's what they have to aspire to be. Uh, Jade Rollins, particularly, yes. who scored and was very influential in the game. Um, now, Fitzmartin and Gabidon had moments in the game, but we didn't cash in on them. We said last week in our post-match chat, though, that Stafford Rangers is next. We suspect that they're not going to run as much as Worksop did. Worksop worked really hard. We mentioned that in the interview there with Neil just about the difference between Worksop and Gainsborough's opponents. We still, though, have a problem today in that we're taking on Stafford Rangers. We've lost to Atherton Coles and we've actually lost to Stafford Rangers already this season. It's, it's never been the case of worrying about matches against the likes of Worksop and Marine and Macclesfield. It's always been worrying about Atherton and Stafford and Stafford, we've got Stafford today. <laughs> Stafford have beaten us four out of the last five meetings, which is incredible, absolutely incredible. And we've given them some of those games on the plate, to be that honest. That record, that club-to-club record there, there's yeah. some clubs who are way up the table yeah. who just aren't anywhere close to Stafford's record against us. Yeah, and it's not like they've had a good side to beat us quite often, it's just that we've gifted them goals. And it was the same in August when we capsized. We, we gave them a two-goal start, didn't we? Yes. And then we, we clapped. got a goal back and then they scored a third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Griffiths scored for both sides that day, which is quite rare. What we were saying there to Neil and what Neil was talking about was that problem with when we go 2-0 down, like we did yeah. against Stafford. Yeah. There's an element to it where the players don't necessarily believe, I could use that phrase, believe that they can get back into it. That's not what FC's been about over the years, under any manager, really. Well, Renault talked about um, underbelly yes. uh, pre-match. We've conceded 42 goals in the league in 21 games. Now, that's, that's a record for FC at the halfway point of the season, which is where we are now. Yeah. We've never conceded that many at this point. That's a concern, isn't it? And it's not about Pat Boys. It's about the defence in the midfield not doing the jobs. Because we always say after a match, FC were unlucky there. They could have scored yeah. off X, Y and Z yeah. chances. But we're approaching the halfway point now. If we're giving away two goals a game, yes. we're not going to win a lot of games. And that's why we're 16th. And just to put that in perspective, that 43 league goals conceded, Bradford Park Avenue conceded 35, Baseford have conceded 36. Yeah. So the teams below us in the league table have got a better defensive mm. record. So we have to start defending better Yes. for a start, even before we start thinking about how many goals can we get at the other end. I, I don't mind conceding three as long as we score four, and that's what FC has always been about in the past. Yeah. And I'd like to get back to that. And I think with the forward line we've got today, there's hopefully a potential... But Hopefully. if we go a goal down, or we go two goals down, we're not coming back this season the way we have done in the past as often. Mm. And that's a worry. How much of last week, though, was to do with the, the lack of Charlie Ennis? Well, again, you know, stats don't lie. I, I think I mentioned last week, of, of the ten games we've won, Ennis has played in eight of them. He's back today, fully fit. Captain's armband. I don't think he's going to be able to play three games in a week. So I hope he's... His presence on the pitch in terms of leadership uh, is cashed in on today because he, he may get rested at Ashton, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I doubt there's going to be that many substitutions today because you mentioned it at the start of this when, yeah. when we came back from Neil that Michael Donoghue probably won't feature, Dan Lafferty probably won't feature, no. DJ Willen hopefully won't oh. feature, no disrespect to DJ. That leaves Mikey Davis, the lonely left-back. Yeah. and Luke Griffiths so there's yeah. not going to be many substitutions today I think Griff will, will get some game time inevitably somewhere on the pitch um, but yeah not many options but I, I think that it's you know we talk about bouncing back it's a great opportunity today after Worksop to put that to bed and say well okay we're going to start on the right foot at home against a team that's only won three games all season <laughs> You know, You've seen this up beautifully, can I tell I you? <laughs> but, you know, you talk about Dave Cook, yeah. who's, who's recently joined the club. We know when we played Nantwich, they were quite pragmatic at Nantwich. They didn't come here and play all out attack. No, 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 no. They were counter-attack, weren't they? Well, Stafford are in the early days of, of the new era. and yeah. obviously. But he's Sean, already bringing players well, in. Sean Cook obviously follows Dave Cook. That's, that's no surprise to anyone. Yeah. But these connections that Dave Cook's got in the yeah. Cheshire area, he yeah. can bring players in. It'll be interesting to, when it clicks. Hopefully it doesn't click today, but there are some good players in the Stafford team. 
Yeah, he's got some good... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's strengthened the front line. He's got AJ Leach-Smith in now. Um, we know about Anderson. He scored against us in August. Uh, Nathan Blissett is, is wearing nine. So when they get the ball back, they are going to cause us problems, I think, this afternoon. It's what they do defensively, because defensively they've, they have shed a number of goals this season. Yeah, I think they've, they've conceded 50, which isn't the worst. It's second worst, I think. Any other stats before we hand over to James and yourself? Zero red cards this season. It's the longest we've ever gone in a season without a red card. Is that a problem? That's not a problem, no. Is I mean, that a problem, could though? could we go all season without a red? Yeah, but does that tell us something? Well, they're not putting our foot in enough. Mm. Well, who knows? Uh, well, this is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. Merry Christmas, one and all. It's FC United and Manchester against Stafford Rangers here at Broadhurst Park. And let's hand over to your expert commentary team of Stato Paul. And a big welcome back to James Quinn. Jones, ball in field now. Jones raiding forward, giving go with Hall. Towards the edge of the box now, Jones, but he's dispossessed. But good reactions from Woodcock on the left-hand side. Plays the ball in field. Bennett is challenged, but manages to get it out to Charlie Monroe. Here's McLaughlin. McLaughlin to try and drive in field. McLaughlin into the box. Give and go. Nicely done. McLaughlin left footy. Deflection goes wide corner ball. Good work from McLaughlin. Looking lively on that right hand side, Paul. Yeah, he's cutting into great effect. A little bit unlucky there. Aaron Bennett now driving inside. Nice ball there for Gabidon who turns. Just a wrench of the box. Great work from Gabidon. Tries one near post. Good save. Delightful dribbling there from Gabadon and now Max Woodcock into the box from the left-hand side. Woodcock straight into the arms of uh, Cameron Belford. But at least goal attempts on target are beginning to creep in. No, Gabadon from the right-hand side, wriggling his way through, left-footed, shots just wide. Not a bad effort at all from Dante Gabadon. He's a real threat, this young lad. Really excellent signing from Westerbridge Chorlton. What about 18 months ago, a year or so ago, and he's de developing all the time, having come in from two tiers below. Nodded on by Blissett, and that's just allowed to go through two boys. He's had a fairly quiet afternoon so far, and a nice first-time throw to McLaughlin. McLaughlin coming infield now. 30 yards out, McLaughlin thinks about a left-footed shot. Oh, my goodness me! 1-0 FC United. Well, we were talking about McLaughlin. And Declan McLaughlin, when he was allowed to run, has to be said, but put it onto his left foot about 25 yards out and blasted into the corner. No chance for Belford. And Belford remonstrating with his uh, colleagues for allowing the run to happen, but full credit to McLaughlin. And Pat Boys with the assist. Jones quickly taken, and now it's uh, Oliver. Space in front of him, Oliver. He wants to have a crack. Out to the right flank. Here's McLaughlin. McLaughlin to the byline. Low shot. Parried away by Belford. McLaughlin to uh, retrieve the ball. The byline, nice ball. Gabidon thinking about a cross. He's right by the byline, left footing. Oh, and a great piece of defending from Stewart because Buckley was waiting. It was a very cute ball in from Gabidon there that round the corner, and it was a very difficult one to defend. So full credit for them to getting the ball out there. FC now getting their seventh corner. Beautiful autumn colours on the other side of the ground as the the fading light catches the trees. Lovely uh, orange uh, feel, but uh, Dante Gabidon, ghosting, brilliant, Gabidon into the box, Gabidon! No, Belford was out quickly, decisively, made himself big. Just at the right time, I think, if Gabidon could have just delayed himself, he might have been able to chip the keeper, but good work from Belford. Great work from uh, Gabidon. Here's Ennis, out to the right flank, good ball. Here's that man, Gabidon. Gabbard on there, takes it to the byline, low crossing, Buckley! 2-0! Well, I, they talk about the commentator's kiss of death, this time is a kiss of life. I was just saying how fruitless Jordan Buckley's first half had been, but he scored the first of his goals on his return to FC after some typically fine work from Dante Gabbard took it to the byline, put it in, and Buckley was there right on cue, right in the right position, and it's FC United 2, Stafford Rangers 0. Well, Buckley's very much a penalty area player, and the run he made to eat it was absolutely superb. It's a centre-forwards goal. Belford out to the left flag. Here comes Jack Shorrock. Jack Shorrock drives down that left flank, pulls it up, plays it back now to Heath. 
Heath, the substitute, wearing 15, slides it through there. Anderson now playing a central role. Uh, Bliss it was. Oh, it's Willis. Nice ball out left-hand side. Sean Cook now into the box from the left-hand side. Onto his right foot. Great shot. Decent save from Boys. Willis driving forward now. Out to the right flank. Onyeka chips it in. Nasty-looking ball. Jo oh, my goodness me! Curtis Jones chests it into his own goal. Complete miscommunication. Stafford are back in it. Here we go with Sharrick inside. And now there's a lovely ball. This could be 2-2. It's a chance for the Sonyeka and a great piece of defending. Hall doing the needful there. But it's a different game now. It really is. Curtis Jones for FC United. Plays it forward. Ennis comes back. Griffiths, nice ball forward. Jordan Buckley on the turn. Drives into the box. Does Buckley? Buckley! Belford again. Buckley again, though. Buckley! Oh, leaves. And it's a free kick on the edge of the box. Well, it was great work from Buckley. Again, though, Cameron Belford out there. Makes himself big. Makes that save. Oh, great work there. Brilliant work from Monroe. Dispossesses man. Monroe now. Inside. Buckley. Ennis now will shoot. Low shot, but smothered by Belford. All the way back there from Ethan Stewart to Belford. Belford now. Halfway, almost to halfway as he a long ball forward. Ball hangs in the air. Met by Griffiths. Hooked on there by Charlie Ennis. But they have it now. And Connor Heath now on the attack on the left-hand side. Shoots to Heath. It's a great shot. It hits the top of the crossbar. That was a fine effort from Connor Heath. There will be a substitution now. Dan Lafferty will come on. And uh, perhaps not surprisingly, it's for an attacking player. Buckley nods it on very well. And Malt now under pressure from FC. Malt surrounded. Great play from FC there to win it. Out the right-hand side is Monroe. FC have it back. Chance for a cross. Monroe, though, keeps it for the moment. Plays it infield. Buckley. Buckley into the box. Left-footed shot. Great save from Belford. He was unsighted there. He went through the legs of the defender. Belford gets down well. Still 2-1 FC. Cameron Belford, long ball. Loads of purple shirts up there. Nodded there. It falls loose for Malt. Left-footed shot. Half cleared. Picked up by Sam Bird. Sam Bird plays it out to the right flank here. On Yekka. Infield. Bird back to Onyeka, down that right flank, Sean Cook, cross coming in from Cook! Boys with a punch, not entirely conclusive, Griffiths helps it on his way, and now Ennis will play it forward, here's Bennett now, Bennett, can he drive now, Bennett, can he find the goal, he's on his own, Is Bennett, he gets it towards the 18-yard line, he shoots and it's... Hit the post, the post! But he can drive it out to the corner flag, as he picks up the rebound. Bennett now... 30 seconds of added time to go. Bennett doing ever so well there, grafting. But they have it now, but it's still deep in around that corner flag. Last throw of the dice maybe for Stafford. Nodded across here. Connor Heath and then Charlie Ennis clears his lines and FC United hang on for a fine victory. The points really are all that matters. But FC United who appeared dominant at half time with a two-goal cushion. Well, they were outplayed at times in the uh, second half. Brought Stafford back into it with that own goal from Curtis Jones. But uh, good character from the side. They see it through. Final score here. FC United 2, Stafford Rangers 1. Well, Paul, cliche corner. 2 nils a dangerous lead, we said at half-time. It was actually going smoothly up until the own goal. And then we understand where that cliche comes from. Well, yes, especially when we offer a Christmas gift to the visitors and let them back into it. And I think that, that own goal um, changed the game, really, didn't it? Changed the feel of the game. And it invited Stafford to up their efforts. And it was a very shaky last half hour or so there. Yeah, um, just to concentrate on the first half to begin with, it all start. I mean, the first half was flawless. The only complaint was, really, it should have been four or five at half-time if the truth be known. But McLaughlin, what a finish. Yeah, you know, you talk about goal of the season candidates. Well, to drive like that from uh, a throw-in from boys, uh, he, he threw it virtually to halfway, didn't he? And then it was on McLaughlin on his own. Cut in, 
picked his spot and it was a terrific strike. It really was a good goal. I'm right what I'm saying about the first half. I mean, Stafford, I think, had two opportunities. Uh, headed, one headed wide, Willis with a yeah. shot, which just went wide of the post. But that was it. Everything else, it was one-way traffic. Yeah, I think this is one of the problems that, that the manager has to address. That when, when you're on top, when you dominate a half like that, you have to cash in. Very much like Worksop did yeah. last week. They got that two-goal cushion before half-time. And then they built on it in the second half. It was 2-0 though, Paul, just a reminder, because yeah, yeah. Gabby Dom driving down that to that byline to Buckley and it was he, he just smashed it into the net. It was Shearer Hughes wasn't it really? Yeah. Uh, Gabby Dom has been he's been really good this afternoon. I want a wing who's flare. He's gonna have dips where he crosses the ball in and he doesn't oh he, he doesn't beat the last man. I've enjoyed watching Gabby Dom today. Second half though, Dave Cook's made changes. We've seen the additions that Stafford have made in the last few weeks or so. Yeah. It's not quite clicked for them yet, but they have got some good players here, haven't they? Well, whatever his half-time talk was, it certainly worked. And Stafford were a different proposition in the second half. They, they took the game to us, and we looked uncomfortable. Defensively, we looked uncomfortable. There's no doubt about it. Whether it's missing Lafferty at the back, I don't know. But... I mean, just to go up to their goal. Firstly, defenders' union and all that. There's a loose pass in midfield, and that's yeah. where that all starts from. Yeah. However, when that ball comes into the back post, I think Jones is far too close to that goal line to be chesting that ball back. He's inside the six-yard yeah. box, and obviously he could say, "Well, it's, it should be Boys's ball." But as soon as it gets to that stage where you're chesting it back, you should be clearing it. He should be saying to himself, "The goalkeeper's out of the equation here. Yeah. I'm going to deal with it." Even if you put it out for a corner, he can take it. He can knock it out for a corner and then chastise his keeper. Yeah, head but, it over the but, bar. But get it out. Yeah, just get it anywhere. And that's let them back in. Yeah. Then we've got those nervy moments. I mean, to be fair, I think Boys has made one save. If you can yeah. refer to the shots on target, I think yeah. it's one. I think it's Cook. Yeah. That's it. Everything else, it's just been narrowly wide. And yeah, you know, yeah. Stafford. Are, there was a lot of puffing and puffing. Yes. But uh, FC on the counter could have increased the advantage. Yeah. The best, the closest of the chances came right at the end there with Bennett. Bennett did superb. Oh, won it. He deserved a goal. <laughs> Even for hanging on to the ball, he deserved a goal. Yeah. And then he gets a shot in from nothing and then chases the ball out to the corner flag and keeps it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think as well that, I mean, man of the match, I think is Cameron Belford overall. Yeah, yeah. From an FC perspective, you could point to Gabadon. McLaughlin was aiming for man of the match in the first half an hour, but I think the problem McLaughlin's got is he's not a right back. And when no. he's being asked to defend... His, his possessional play isn't a natural... And that sometimes catches us out. But yeah, he did have a good game. Ennis drove the side as best he could at times. Me and Woodsell both agreed that actually Bennett was the star of the first half of his passing and his movement. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that changed much in the second half. He, yeah. did, he did drift out a little bit, but when he gets his fitness back up, I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. But I, th I think it's either going to be Bennett or uh, Gabidon, I think. What's your thoughts? I think Bennett was really good today. Let's give Bennett man of the match from an yeah. SC perspective. Yeah. Um, but going back to my choice for the overall man of the match, Belford, he did keep the score down today. He and did. And Buckley had opportunities towards the end there as well. And, he was, he, and he was basically the quarterback today. Yeah. All the, the moves were he was, he was the one that was initiating him with the long balls. Yes. And he wasn't just kicking it long, he was, he was trying to find spaces. Yeah. But we know he's a good keeper. But going back to workshop, Paul, Neil wanted a response... He was a bit nervous. I think he got two-thirds of a response. Yes. You could argue they dug in. Yeah. And, you know, that, that is an improvement. Yeah. I think we'll probably have to improve to get anything out of Ashton. Well, yeah. Ashton on Boxing Day. Um, me and Paul will be commentating on, on that game. They've been beaten today, though, away at Mask. Oh, well, let's hope that lingers <laughs> in the mind. <laughs> um, just the closing thoughts, Paul, just before we head towards Christmas and, I think and it's Boxing a, Day. I think it's a very important three points after losing so badly at Worksop. Hopefully, the players will take something from this for Boxing Day and say, well, OK, we're scoring goals. We've dug in for half an hour. We've been resilient to a degree. We've got the points. We've got over the line. Hopefully, he might have one or two more players for Ashton as well. That was the other thing we have to mention. There was yeah. not many players available down to today. the bare bones. Um, also, for those people who, who've been looking over the shoulder ever so slightly in recent weeks, 11 points from the relegation zone now, yeah. 10 points from the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. A bit better. So... 
a, a win is very important today, though, no matter how it came. Absolutely. Well, Paul, Merry Christmas to you. Big yeah. thank you for, for joining us here on FC Live today. And uh, we'll be hearing from Paul again on Boxing Day FC United, travelling to Hurst Cross for that game uh, against Ashton United. Uh, Ashton United today losing at Mask United by one goal to nil. And while we wait for Neil Reynolds, let me give you uh, the other full-time scores and uh, a big result for Hyde United today at Ewan Fields. A 3-1 win for Hyde United against league leaders Radcliffe. Could Warrington Rylands capitalise? Well, Atherton Coles say no. one all. It finished in the end between Warrington Rylands and Atherton Coles. That result sees Stafford Rangers drop to the bottom of the table. Atherton Coles leapfrogging over them up to 12 points now, six points from safety. Uh, Mask United are the third team now to get themselves out of the relegation places over the past week. They've put Bradford Park Avenue back in, who uh, in turn last week put Basewood United back in. So uh, all very competitive around that relegation line. Mask United, though, the team outside the relegation places after this afternoon's games. Um, Mask United now five points behind Gainsborough Trinity. Gainsborough Trinity losing today at home to Macclesfield. Macclesfield now a point outside the playoff spots and a point behind Ashton United. Everyone else inside the playoffs have drawn today. Uh, Marine, a one-all draw with Whitby. Workstop Town, a nil-nil draw with Lancaster City. And of course, Warrington Rylands, as we mentioned earlier, a one-all draw for them against Atherton Coles. Uh, some other results from elsewhere. Uh, Baseford United, they've been beaten today by Geisler by one goal to nil. Geisler moving to within two points of the playoff line. And in the M Derby, Matlock Town have drawn one all with Morpeth Town. Uh, Workington have beaten Ilkeston today as well by four goals to one. So actually, as a result of today's games, uh, Bamber Bridge winning 3-0 at Bradford Park Avenue as well. That mid-table pack that FC United are a part of have now bunched their way up towards 10th place. Uh, just five points now separating 10th down to FC United in 16th. Uh, FC United, the gap between FC in 16th and Gainsborough Trinity in 17th is now five points. So uh, might be creating a, a bottom six rather than a bottom five that we've seen in recent weeks. Um, but we wait for Neil Reynolds to join us. Just a reminder, next commentary for us uh, is coming your way on Boxing Day. FC United travelling to Tameside to take on Ashton United, you can join us for that game from 2.30 on Boxing Day. Uh, myself and Paul will be there. And, uh, yeah, James. Neil, thanks for joining us. So quickly, um, you would have wanted a response after this week. Did you uh, feel you got it? Who'd be a manager? <laughs> who would be a manager, James? I mean, listen, we definitely got a response. The first half, I don't care who you're playing against. That's as good as, as we've been. I thought we were threatening in all areas. We moved the ball superbly well. We should have been three or four up. You come out the second half, we don't start well. We talk about the next goal being important. Who be a manager? You've got no idea what's going to happen there. You need to be here to believe it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go over it. I'm probably, you know, one goal from Stafford or some people going, oh, you've got it wrong, that's not right, Renault. But you can't control that. And that, and that we know. However, after that, I thought the way we managed the game was superbly well and we got stronger. thought we looked threatening in wide areas, Dante Gabbard on Jordan Buckley and so on. Nearly scored a third at the end. I thought the subs were magnificent when they came on. So, listen, all in all, we got a response. And I don't care who you play in this level of football. Look at the recent seven or eight games. Apart from the Rylands game, they've only been beat by one goal, and that's against top sides as well. So, it's not easy, but we've won a game, and, and we're delighted about that. Do you regard this? The, it was a game of two halves, if ever I saw one. Would you give credit to Dave Cook for uh, the way he got the response out of Stafford, or do you not like to look at it that way? No, I don't, to be honest. I like Dave. I've got nothing against Dave. <laughs> no, that, no, I didn't mean that. No, yeah. but I, I don't give him credit. I, I gave us discredit for dropping deep, for not winning first contacts. Uh, we then conceded a silly goal. We, we give any team. I've never remembered a team giving us a goal or goals like we give to other teams at times, but... You look at Curtis Jones, he's been exceptional all game. He's just made a horrendous mistake. And, you know, is it him? Should Pat have not took it in his box before that? Should Pat have come for it? You need to look back on it. But you just, all you do is give teams a, a, a leg up. And don't matter if you're bottom of the league, top of the league. You give them, you give them opportunities, they're going to sniff a little bit of vulnerability. And, and we're slightly vulnerable. But, James, you know, you talk about a game of two halves. I just thought, you know, when, when you have psychological difficulties, and we have when we've conceded to the goals this season, we've capitulated 
we've held, we, we haven't held on. We should have won the game 3-1, 4-1. We've done really well and we've dug it through and, and it's a good three points. Um, the last 10 minutes, I thought, you know, FC managed the game, but there was a period, I felt, when uh, they had some chance, they hit the bar, had some chance. Did you not feel then that you're almost being dominated. Yeah, we dropped deep. That's mm-hmm. exactly what we did. You look, we, you look, anyone looks at this in this, this football game, where my back four were in the first half, they're at the halfway line, we're making first contacts, Curtis Jones is stepping into play, full-backs are high, wingers are high. Second half, we don't come out of the 18-yard box and we kind of take it onto that self-destruct button, we invite play on, we invite mm-hmm. a silly goal. And of course, you know, of course, you're going to look at it and go, we've invited him, but we, we've got a great side. You've got, why do we want to drop deep when you've got Jordan Buckley down the middle? Why do you want to drop deep when you've got, you know, Gabidon and, and Woodcock in wide areas? It, it's, a, it's a mental thing. You know, we've got to get it out of him. Rob Emery's been here long enough now to see it, and he's seen what I'm seeing. But it's a coaching point, and it's not, it's not a kind of let's take him out, let's hang him out to dry. It's, it's, a, it's an individual mindset that allows us to do that. But we've got to get out of it because when we attack, we're such a good side. You can see that. Yeah, that would have been. It was a very entertaining game. Looking at some individuals, we we've given the player of the match to Aaron Bennett, who's a real grafter, isn't he? And yeah. particularly, he did manage things very well at the end there, very yeah. determinedly. He's obviously a skillful player, but someone who's always available as well. He's a great, I mean, great player. I mean, he was he was in the championship last season and around the first team at Preston North End. That's the quality we've got. And for some reason, he's dropped out of that level and he's here. But, you know, people looking at it and saying we've got to get him fit, he's, he's just, he's muscular, he's solid, he's a great choice of passer, he's great ability, you see he nearly scored at the end there, but what impressed me more than hitting the post was his, was his work right after that, to, to block it off in front of the main stand paddock and, you know, do what he does and, and it's a great addition, and you can see Buckley tired today, Bennett tired today, it's the first 90 minutes in, in how long, so we can only get better, we can only get sharper. And we can only learn how to play with each other. But we do need more reinforcements. I'm not going to hide that. You know, we've lost Donahue again. We've lost Fitzmartin again today. We had Lafferty on the bench because of muscular pain. So we, we, we do need, you know, two or three bits to come in. What about McLaughlin as an attacking uh, right back and a superb goal? Um, you must have been very pleased with that. What I said to Deck at half time, listen, he came to us not as a natural right back. And, and for us now, if he's going to play right back, we've got to coach him not to get caught wrong side. To, to drop in key areas but when he st- when, when Pat Boys distributed that ball early reminded me of Lavacombe last season gets the ball early throw it out to the full back Deck travels in goes onto his weak foot and slams one into the top corner and then straight after that you've got Guy all doing the same thing so you know Deck's a good player but again he's, he's a young kid he's learning his trade and at the minute maybe a bit of hustle and bustle in midfield he can't get in so you take him out and, and he goes in at right back and does well How important that Jordan Buckley get, gets off the mark <coughs> on his return Great finish great lab great ability wants to come and play for me in the football club you know so popular in the dressing room we've had to manage him through we know that he's nowhere near match fit but he worked his stones off today and and got his goal and and nearly got another one and I thought the ref was really harsh on him today I was lucky enough to see the the iPad clip back at half time it's a penalty it's a penalty all day long you can watch it watch it watch it's a penalty and he books Jordan Buckley and then after that it seems to be everything Jordan did he went against him which I I thought it was slightly unfair but you may get that as a big centre forward well when he went over, it certainly wasn't a simulation. He either slipped or he was fouled. It didn't look like he simulated a foul. Nobody no. was claiming a penalty. No. We, we watched it back at our time. He's clipped him. He's gone yeah. down. You know, it's a bit of a he clips him. You know, and the, the good thing about us having the, the iPad work on the bench is that we can see it straight away. And I'm not going to go into the referee's room and say, look at that. <laughs> but Jordan managed the game well. You look at the response when he comes off. You know, everybody's up and everyone's clapping him. And it was testament, you know, testament. And it was nice to, to give him that ovation. Uh, but I know that the longer he's here and the fitter he gets, he's going to score goals and he's going to be a menace. And Dante Gabidon, a credibly skillful player. We almost gave him man of the match to set up the second goal, of course. Uh, when he uh, gets his final decision-making right, then he's going to be some player, isn't he? Of course he? he's got to score in the first half. He knows that. He's got to wait for Belford to go to ground, then he doesn't. He's got to choose his, choose his options better because he's, you know, talent-wise. And he's got to recover a lot better. And he knows that, you know. But when he's going at you 1v1, all else breaks loose. But... We just, you just need to know as a player. If I was playing out there, where's his delivery going to be? You know, and sometimes he's that unpredictable that we don't know where to make our runs. And and that's a that's a learning curve for Donson. He knows that. Leave it into the second six yard box or across six yard box, just a position where we know the ball's going to land. And if we make the right runs, we're going to score. But that again, it's it's a learning. It's learning. You know, we dragged him out of, but you know, what Northwest County's only. You know, 12 months ago so he's a, he's a fantastic talent wants to learn sign a contract so we'll keep working with him so it's a real FC player this sort of player that FC 
what we want to see De- here at definitely. FC. Definitely. And, and listen, I mean, Jay Fitz went down ill, you know, today. You could have had Jay Fitz on one side and Dante on the other on the side like we had at games, but we didn't. Jay drops out and Woodcock did, you know, similar on the other side. And I know he gave the ball away for, for their goal, but that should be avoided. But I thought Maxi did well. I just thought it was, it, was a, it was a different type of performance. And, you know, whichever way you look at it, you know, we said before the game, I think it was two defeats in seven. That's two defeats in eight. It's two wins out of three. There's loads of positives to pick out of it. It's 28 points now. It's if I don't know results have gone four or against us today, but we just got to keep doing what we're doing. And, and if the second half of the season we can we can start strong, which it looks like we have done today, we can kick on. You know, we can catch people above us, but we obviously rely on. Donahue, Some very interesting you know, results today. Yeah. I mean, FC are 10 points off the playoffs now, 11 points from Them safety. two words are banned from our dressing room, oh, James. Yeah, what, the so P- P- yeah, P- so you'll never hear me talk but about But I, I, was I in your dressing room? No, no, have we suddenly wasn't. been no, transported no, into no, our dressing room? But I'm just saying to you <laughs> that we banned them two words because we don't even want to think about what's okay. above us. All what we, what we want to do is, is learn as a young group to kick on we're going to have setbacks well, we've had setbacks you know I'm going to have setbacks you're going to get criticism you're going to get all kinds and, and what we want to do here is is nail down this side build with them you know develop them and if if we can win games and pull back people then who knows where we're going to end up but we've got no divine right but we know this season that the likes of Radcliffe your Macclesfield your Bradford your workshops your, your staffers today whoever else your Gainsboroughs we can give anyone a game of football but we need people fit and if I'm sure that when we get Donahue back we get Fitzmartin back you get Lafferty back we will start picking points up over the course of the season and, and who knows, we may end up in the PO, but we won't yeah. say it. Uh, ironically, I banned that word for one <laughs> game and then it came back. Anyway, so finally the Christmas fixture. This is going to be tough for some of the players, Jordan Buckley, to do 390 minutes. Of course and, it is. And I mean, Charlie Ennis course, maybe as well. Absolutely. I mean, it's a heavy pitch today, and but it's similar to everybody. You know, I, I think there was a full fixture list on today. I think the only people that will have an advantage with the lads who've played on 3G today. You know, heavy legs. But I know what James, the lads will look after himself Christmas Day, but it was important that we put the ball away before Christmas. We can celebrate with our families. We can have a really good time and then we can get ready, hopefully, you know, weather permitting for the game against Ashton, who were, who were third, fourth in the league. But, but look, we've shown, shown another side of it. We showed big character and that's what, I'm, that's what I'm immensely proud about but I'll just take this opportunity if I can just to wish everyone a, a safe uh, a happy Christmas thanks thanks to everybody for continual support of the football club and you know I hope you, hope you celebrate it in a, in a good way with your families and if you can get to Hurst Cross on Boxing Day then do so I'm so glad that you will have a happy Christmas I will do as I said that to the lads it's fantastic so please uh, on congratulations and thank good you. wishes to the lads and cheers. thanks so much Neil thank you cheers thanks Neil uh, well that's it for FC Live Merry Christmas to you, James. Merry Christmas, Ben. Merry Christmas, everybody. A big thank you to James, uh, to Statopol and, and to Woodso and to Swampy and, and Roy from, from afar, from everyone here at uh, Broaders Park and everyone here on FC Radio. Have a Merry Christmas, Armchair Army. A big thank you for all your support. But uh, we're going to go now. You'll be hearing from us again at Hurst Cross on Tuesday. Have a, have a lovely evening and have a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. This is FCUM Radio. Officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.